Have you ever felt like you've lost your mojo? You know, that spark of confidence and authenticity that makes you shine in every situation. If you've experienced those moments of self-doubt, whether on social media, during presentations, or in everyday life, you are in good company. In this episode, we are diving deep into a powerful method that can help you rediscover your mojo and show up as your most confident and authentic self. Stick around as we introduce you to the Set the Scene Method by author Jen Gottlieb and guide you through each step to unlock your full potential. Get ready to boost your confidence and make a lasting impression because you are about to be seen like never before. But before we dive into the episode, I have to give a shout out to the review of the week because you guys, the reviews are in and they are amazing. They are warming my heart. Every time I have self-doubt, I go to the reviews. I'm like, this is amazing. I'm so glad that it's resonating. And this is coming from Gabrielle and I'm so thankful. She says, informative, fun, factual, highly recommended. I highly recommend this podcast. Eugenia is really providing us with useful information on how to become a leader in any area of work. I found this podcast very helpful and inspiring. Must listen. Thank you so much, Gabby. I'm so thankful that you took the time to write this review. And if you want to be featured in future episodes, please leave a review that makes the show grow because the more reviews we have, the more people listen and discover the podcast. So leave a review. I would love to feature in future episodes. Welcome to Creator to Leader. Are you struggling to connect with your ideal customers online? Are you confused about the most effective way to market your business? If you're ready to become the go-to expert in your industry and stand out from the crowd, this podcast is for you. Hey, I'm Eugenia. That's Eugenia in Spanish, but you can call me E. My mission is to help entrepreneurs stand out online so that they can grow their businesses. I do this through comprehensive marketing strategies, impactful content plans, and storytelling leadership. We both know you are running on caffeine and big dreams, so let's dive right in. If you think that my humor is too dad joke heavy, I need you to please go submit your complaints directly to my brother. Yes, because he has introduced me throughout our lives to a bunch of old school movies or very niche references. And they are right now, in my mind, mainstream references. Like he'll give me a very niche movie like the cartoon of the Prince of Egypt and he'll give me a lesson about life. And now I'm like, this is brilliant. I need to share this with other people. And then I discovered that the Prince of Egypt is not really a mainstream movie. So it's his fault. It's his fault. And of course, one of those movies is Austin Powers. And I feel like we all know Dr. Evil. So maybe this is not that obscure. And in case you don't know, Austin Power is this fictional character. It's a British secret agent from the 60s who is frozen and then he comes back to life in the 90s. And he experiences this culture shock that comes with waking up 30 years later. Mm, kind of Captain America, I guess. <laughs> so this guy, he is a ridiculous James Bond-like character. And he has this suave persona, very, very over the top. I love him. So in the first film, Austin Powers, he loses his mojo. And that becomes a central element of the plot. He is trying to recover it as he's going through the mission. 
And basically, he believes that his secret to success is his mojo. So when he says that he's lost it, he means that he feels less confident, less attractive. And I love that. (laughs) I've used the mojo reference for years. And there's a big lesson about mojo. And I don't want to spoil the ending for you. But in different seasons of my life, I have felt a little bit like Mr. Powers because I felt like I'm trying to get my mojo back, especially when showing up as a leader in a public setting. That can be social media, that can be past podcasts. And because I love a good framework, I love step-by-step, I found this particular one that I'm going to share with you today. I knew how to share it because it is so simple and you don't have to just rely on how you woke up that day feeling flawless like Beyonce. You can go back to this framework, apply it regardless of what's happening. And I think that's what makes it so powerful. You can implement this anytime you're not feeling 100% confident and you can take yourself to the way you want to show up. So backstory to this framework I'm sharing today, I had the privilege of receiving an early copy of Jane Gottlieb's new book. It's called Be Seen and it's so perfect because what we want ultimately as people is to be seen. We want to be seen whether it's in business, in relationships, in our jobs. We want to be seen. We want to know that our message matters, that our contribution matters. And don't worry, this is not going to be an episode about introspection and philosophical topics, but that's what we want. So this book is coming out next week. And I'm telling you, this is one that you need to pre-order 100%. However, many of us have a problem when we want to be in our proverbial stage because Not everyone wants to be on a stage, like literal stage in front of people, but we do want to share our message. So we have the passion, we are excited, and we are ready to have this message that we're so passionate about reach more people. But then the moment there's a phone, there's a camera, there's a microphone, something happens to us, right? We double guess our knowledge, even if it's just for a split second. And that freaking second let me tell you, can be aggressive. That split second can be unforgiven. And that has happened to me the moment. I've had had moments where someone joins my Instagram live and I've looked down for a split second just to see what they said or who it is. And just like that, I'm out of it. I'm out of the zone. And it takes me a couple of seconds to get back to it. And you know, like Instagram time is primal real estate. So it really affects the message I'm trying to deliver. And when I first started to record this podcast, I actually wanted to record video as well. Like I wanted to launch the whole thing, but I was finding that I was being like flirty with a camera. And please don't tell my husband, but it's true though. I wanted to look cute. So when I started recording my podcast through video, I was trying to ensure that I looked nice and that was taken away from my focus. So. For the time being, we only have audio podcast and we all have our moments, right? We all have like the one thing that takes us out of our zone for just a minute. And that can be from someone showing up to the live, that can be having the camera turn on, or that can be having a very unpleasant conversation minutes before we have to go out on stage or we have to give a presentation or we're going to record a podcast. That can happen in so many areas. But what would happen if we had a method system that can set us back into this flow state and we can show up as the most confident version 
of who we already are, because this is not about creating a fake persona. This is just stepping in to that version of ourselves. And you know, I advocate being consistent with your content. So that is consistency in frequency and the way you show up. So tools like the one I'm going to share are incredible resources to have in the back of your pocket and deploy whenever you're not feeling like your mojo is at the best. Just like Austin Powers needed to regain his mojo, many of us struggle with confidence in different aspects of our lives. That is normal, but that's also why I want to introduce you to this method because it can help you boost your confidence and step in fully to be seen. So my friend Jen calls this mojo that we're talking about, she calls that being in the pocket. She defines this as being in tune, being precise, with the right timing. It's a terminology that comes from the music industry. So being in the pocket is being very precise. And maybe you've heard this like being in the flow, but basically it's that moment where you are completely in your zone of genius. You know, you feel like time has stopped, that you could do that thing for hours without noticing. Oh, I'm getting excited just thinking about it. So the thing is that Jen developed a method using principles she learned in acting school. And you know my love for acting, so are you starting to see why I love this so much? So now she uses this method before she steps on a stage, or she used that when she was writing the book, And even when she has to have conversations with her team. So I think that's so interesting because it can be applied to so many situations. And now you don't have to have a background in acting to apply this, right? She just pull the principles from acting and is applying those to everyone that wants to really step with confidence, with their mojo to being in the pocket during those presentations. And the only requirement to apply this method is to have at least one moment you can go back two for this exercise. And it doesn't have to be business related. Let me be clear. It can be the birth of a child if you're a parent or an aunt. I know many aunts that love their little nieces and nephews and they feel like that's their child. My godmother, for example, I know that my birth was like the birth of her own children. So, you know, the birth of a child that you love in your family. Or maybe you do have the acting background and it's the time where you stood on a stage, on a lead role. And yeah, that's definitely me. Or it can be when you deliver a masterclass and you felt in your mind, like if you had an amazing French band playing jazz in the background of your presentation with every single person just being in tune with what you were saying. Or maybe you were in the closet creating something amazing for a client and you had to stop yourself because you had to wake up really early the next morning. Maybe eat simpler. Maybe you got that Nespresso machine you had been eyeing for years and this is the first morning you got to have your cup perfectly timed so it would be ready by the time you woke up and you have to actually enjoy it watching the sunrise. That's being in the pocket. Whatever it is, think about it. Remember, it doesn't have to be fancy, but it has to be powerful. It has to bring an emotional response. Sometimes people say, oh, definitely when I got a promotion at work and it is very rational. It's coming from a place of, you know, it was a great moment because socially it meant X, Y, Z. I'm not talking about something that gives you a rational response as of why this moment was great. That's why it's only your moment and you get to decide, but it has to bring that emotional response. 
the emotion that you feel can be joy, it can be pride, it can be excitement, it can be gratitude. Okay, do you have it? Nice. Now let's go to step one of setting the scene method. And setting the scene is S-E-E-N. And just to give you a little preview, the four steps are sense, experience, embody, and navigate. So the first step is sense. And for this step, you want to enter that moment by stimulating one of the five senses. The best way to do it is by entering that moment in your mind. So something that I love is having a great playlist. And I actually love building playlists for specific seasons of life so I can later go back to them. So if I'm developing a new offer, I'll create my new offer playlist and I'll keep adding songs to it. And then when I want to go back to connecting with why I developed that offer or what I was feeling during that time, I'll just put on the playlist. Or if I'm getting ready, when I was getting ready for a short film I recorded during the summer, when I was getting ready for a short film that I shot during the summer, I had my like my mojo playlist. And every time I'm doing something on a literal stage, I listen to that playlist because it takes me back to that state of confidence. You can also have a perfume you wear on a specific occasion. It can be a pair of earrings. It can be a specific pair of shoes. It's just a little something that stimulates your senses and brings you back to that specific time in your life. And my acting coach actually loves to just close his eyes and kind of picture in your mind the scenario super clearly in detail. And you're not seeing yourself yet. You're just sensing the scenario. So it's like if you were watching a movie, you know how the first shot, the first scene starts with a shot of the city and maybe the coffee shop and you get to see the people working and then you understand what's happening. That's kind of this first step. Sensing, taking yourself back to that moment and stimulating your senses. Then we're going to the second step, which is experience. And now we're going to actually visualize that experience. Like you're recreating that experience. And if you haven't closed your eyes, it's the perfect time to do it unless you're driving, which I do not recommend. And try to create a, like a detailed experience. Even if you're driving, relax your body. Feel as if you were walking to this experience. The difference between sensing and experiencing is the difference between waking up and smelling coffee coming from somewhere in your house and you're like, oh my gosh, there's coffee. Like, I love the smell. And actually pouring yourself a cup, tasting the cup, like tasting the actual coffee. So that's the difference, right? With sensing, we are smelling the coffee and then experiencing, we are actually drinking the coffee. And the cool thing about this is that the more you do it, the quicker it gets. Because at first, we're going to take some time identifying the moment. We're going to go from moment to moment. And then we're going to take a little bit in being able to sense it and then experiencing it. But once you have it, boom, you can go back there so quickly. It's like we create this place in our mind that we can quickly go to. It's super, super cool. I definitely encourage you to try that. So now that we have sensed, we have experienced it's time to embody. And it is time to bring those experiences to present and become that person. And the actor in me was loving when I was reading that part. Because 
It is about how do you stand? What's your posture? Are you smiling? Or are you serious and mysterious and you just have that, uh, you know, I have a secret look in your eye? What is your tone of voice? Are you like super excited and you're talking fast? And I have this client that I love. She talks so fast when she gets excited. And many people would tell her, oh, you need to slow down. But if you listen to her and you're in her community, you know that when Jasmine gets excited and she starts talking fast, it's go time. Like, baby, you're not staying in the same place. So how are you talking, right? How are you walking, you know? Are you walking fast or are you taking like very slow and thought out steps? Maybe you can put on a song and dance how this character, this version of yourself would dance, right? Maybe let's say your moment was your wedding day, right? And you sensed it because you, let's say you smelled the perfume you wore on your wedding day and then you experienced it. You like, you picture yourself walking down the aisle or, you know, standing at the top of the aisle watching your soon-to-be husband or wife or yourself like standing at the top of the aisle watching your partner walk down towards you. You are experiencing that. Now maybe you want to put on a song, the song they were playing as, you know, in that moment or your wedding song and then you want to dance to it. So you see how you start like building this. It's almost like an onion where we are discovering all these layers and going deeper and deeper and deeper. We started with sensing, then we were able to experience that and now we're embodying it. So now we're out of our minds, <laughs> out of our minds. We're not going crazy, okay? Not yet, at least. Um, now we are out of our imagination and we're bringing this experience into our bodies, okay? So that's number three. And then number four, we are going to navigate. And Jen calls this Wonder Walks, and it's doing an activity in character. Again, this is taken from acting, but I love this for every day. How is this person pouring their coffee over her cup? Like, how are they doing it? What if you take a walk outside? Like, how do you walk to talk to the person in the little corner bodega? And I'm not talking about imagining those things. I'm talking navigation, like actually getting outside of your house, taking a walk by the park, and how do you interact with others? If you have to go, you know, drop something off at the mail, how do you walk into the store? How do you interact with a cleric once you've embodied this person, right? That's why this is the last step, because we have to first navigate individually, practice posture, practice our voice, practice our dance move if we want. And now we're able to navigate going outside. For me, this version of myself actually looks very intensely and excited. I am such a passionate person when I'm in this pocket moment. So I don't care if the people around me think it's too much. Usually, because I'm not really trying to fake anything, I'm not trying to fake any sensation. I have found that when I'm honestly, genuinely excited and just with this conviction and passion, people around me, it's contagious, you know, and I have experienced that from other people as well. Like I told you, my client, when she starts talking fast, I'm like, it's go time. So navigate that around you. And maybe this is your first time and you're like, you know what? I don't want to go to my office manager and just walk in there full on confidence. Like that's too much. But maybe you can do it with someone at home. You can call a friend and have a conversation with them or just literally go get a cup of coffee and navigate that with the Starbucks barista. And I know it can be awkward, but look, 
they see so many crazy people throughout the day that they're not going to be like thinking about you the whole day. So those are easy places to just like experiment. And the beautiful thing about all of this is that this person is you. Like you're not trying to imitate anything. Like the exercise wasn't about watching your favorite like Netflix show and finding your favorite character and acting like them. No, 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 no. We are doing it from our own experiences, from our own emotions. And that is so cool because this person is you. How do you feel? And maybe you are not like me. Maybe you're not like excited and just passionate and just overly intense. Maybe you're just like very calm and people have a just a calming sensation when they're around you. They feel at peace. They feel like everything is going to be all right. Maybe this version of you is super reassuring. My mom, for example, when she's in the pocket, she makes you feel that anything is possible because she has such a, she's a force in a very calm way. She's incredible when she's in the pocket because she's precise. I mean, she's a doctor, so it makes sense. But she's precise, she's strong, and she's taking no BS. That's my mom. So her in-the-pocket experience looks very different than my in-the-pocket experience. And that's so cool because when you are in that best version of yourself, and I'm, you know, I know that's a little cheesy way of saying it, when you are in this mojo, Others get to really experience you at your best and you get to be more effective and more impactful and you get to be a better leader. So that's incredibly interesting. So remember, it's a four-step process once you've identified your moment. We are first going to sense. We are then going to experience. We are then going to embody. And then you're going to go and navigate. Getting yourself ready to show up as a confident leader is exactly that. It's Taking yourself through that door again. It is connecting with your authenticity. So I want to challenge you to follow this method this week as you record your next podcast episode or as you go live on Instagram or as you give your next presentation or maybe you just have an early idea. Maybe you're just changing some things about your offer and you're just figuring out some things. What if you did this exercise as you're going to get ready to write? No one's going to see you, but you're going to create something to lead the people around you. So try it this week, just one time, and see how you feel and see what the result is. Let's explore it. Let's make it fun. Then come back and let me know how it goes. I'm rooting for you. Have a beautiful week. I hope you loved this episode. If you connected with the podcast in some way, please rate it and review it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That is the number one way you can support the show. And because sharing is caring, share it with a fellow entrepreneur wanting to become a leader, not just a creator. I am so grateful for you. I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM over to at eugenia.woo. That's at E-U-G-E-N-I-A dot W-O-O. And if you only send me a microphone emoji, I will know that you stay till the end. Thank you for listening. See you soon.